You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Archer After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Archer After Show. Well, hello there, internet. You're looking awfully classy. You're looking swell. Good to see you here. Hey, everyone. How's it going? This is After Buzz TV. We are talking Archer. This is episode nine of the fifth season, titled On the Carpet. I want to thank you all for tuning in. Listen to us talk about stuff. Yeah, Zach, you know how to count. Counting. You know how this all works. Anyways, we got a lot to dive into here. Before we do that, let's go around the table and introduce ourselves, guys. I'm Greg Goodness. I know he doesn't look like it, but he is Greg Goodness. Mm-hmm. I lost yeah. the beard, but uh, I am back. I'm frightened. Yes. <laughs> it's okay, guys. Have no fear. I'm still able to clearly talk Archer. At least I would think that I'd be able to do that, but I'm here. Now that we've discussed that, <laughs> now that we've gotten that out of the way. Well, that's it then. That's wraps up our yeah. whole after show then. That's good. it. We're yeah. good. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm Roy Tahiri, guys. I am back. I'm Scott Moore. I'm Zach Wilson. And Scott and I didn't go away. We were just no. here hanging we're out. Holding down yeah. the fort, yeah. as it were. Ever reliable. <laughs> we Good love job, you guys. guys. Let's just dive into it, because we have a whole lot to talk about tonight. Archer and crew, no longer cocaine dealers, now international weapons smugglers. Well, they've still got 30 pounds left. Right. Pam was wrecked. She was absolutely <laughs> horrified that she was down to 30 pounds of cocaine. Yeah. Which, by the way, <laughs> most cocaine addicts, I think, would be fine with 30 pounds. <laughs> but she's not most cocaine addicts, though. So. She's the cookie Mo- monster. Yeah. Most yeah. cocaine addicts haven't found a way to distill it into whipped cream <laughs> aerosol other, Almost every other food product there is. So. I think we've reached a level where we know just how bad Pam's cocaine addiction is based on how she's dressing. And with the American hustle getup that she had going on tonight, I think we can safely say Pam is pretty deep in the cocaine habit at this point. I I wonder what she's going to do without cocaine, because if she's down to 30 pounds, she really has to conserve now, which is, again, a horrifying right. thought. The all-you-can-eat <laughs> cocaine buffet goes away here. Yeah. So is she going to be making smaller desserts? Are we going to be down to, like, I don't know, Dixie cups full of cocaine? <laughs> or is Mentos? Pam... She can bring back the Mentos. Right. Or oh, is yeah, Pam right. going to hit the streets to look for more? Ooh. Ooh. All right. Maybe try to parlay some of those bombs into cocaine. We transfer from drugs to weapons and from weapons back to cocaine. That seems like Pam's next logical step. I think you need, like, a Venn diagram for what you just did there. <laughs> <laughs> Some sort of flow chart. Yes. <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing her go into cocaine withdrawals because I think that's definitely going to happen. And I feel bad. I feel bad for Pam. Don't get me wrong. But also not really because she's a drug addict. and like. But so wait, is Pam going to go back to Big Pam? That's what I was going to say. She's going to go back to her, her old self? She's going to continue eating sweets just without cocaine inside of them? 
It makes sense. Yeah. It's plausible. I could see that happening. I also want to see what they're going to be doing now with the U.S. government because they sort of hinted at it in this episode mm-hmm. that they've sort of backwardly stumbled into a CIA-backed coup. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Did I follow that correctly? I was a little mm-hmm. distracted yes. by the black and white TV that they have. Right, so. and and it was all about the communists <laughs> <Yes>. and everything. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's I think that's absolutely what happened, yep. and that's the perfect way. I'm going to throw out a wild, uh, wild theory here. It's the perfect You're way. Steal f- my theory, aren't you? <laughs> Go ahead. Maybe I can't remember <laughs> your theory now. That we, no, we're no. going to get back to spying because yeah. they're gonna, mm-hmm. if they blackmail their way into like mm-hmm. a government job. Well, not to tease our special segment later. I'm going to save mine for later. Okay. All right. (laughs) So we'll save the prediction on that for later. Uh, I'm excited for this, though, because now we're moving out of the realm of drug dealers and into the realm of something where there's some stuff that can go seriously wrong. And not only that, but Fred Armisen is going to be the voice of the drug dealer. Uh, Or I mean the arms dealer. Yeah, the uh, arms dealer, we established his name was... Baby Guns or something like that? Baby Guns, uh, but also a Slater. Slater. Was, oh, that uh, was the other earlier. guy. That's, That's uh, right. Yeah, Christian Slater. Yeah. Slater, who is... <laughs> I was just looking at like, that guy looks like Christian Slater. Is that Christian Slater? Yeah, no. yeah. So we were all kind of doing that. We were watching it. <laughs> He's but, the perfect bag man to transition yeah. us from cocaine into bombs. Well, they, and they drew him exactly like Christian Slater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> John and everything, yeah. <laughs> Not to sound like a creep looking at him in that way, but yeah, he looked good. Anyways, anyway, on. No, no, we're going to stay on this house. Like animated, you know, there's nothing wrong with finding them attractive. And, well, mm, I, there are a few things wrong with that. Uh, uh, you're one to talk about Pam. Okay, I have that. a crush on Pam as like a character, as a concept. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. find the individual lines being drawn physically attractive. Well, don't you, mean. Greg? <laughs> don't you, you do? Come on. But this was a very revealing episode. A little bit off track here. We sh- sure saw a whole <laughs> lot of Charlene in the opening of this episode. Uh, very disturbing. So if you want to talk about lines, that's a that's a line. To Fire talk firecracker pops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I thought of the movie. Very, very patriotic. I was telling you guys in the theater, I'm like, it reminds me like they did homage to something with her and the lollipop, or not yeah. lollipop, the popsicle yeah. in the beginning. But with the whipped cream, I think it was that that was like American Beauty-ish. Kind of like, I know they don't use whipped cream, or maybe... It- I know that there's a teen movie. Yeah, not another is. teen movie. Where well, they get- not another teen oh. movie, but that was a parody of a scene in an actual teen movie. Crap. If I'm not saying 10 things I hate about, no, that can't be right. Oh man, now we're going deep know, into the right? rabbit hole. <laughs> oh, I can't even see the light anymore. Well, what? hey, there was a black and white TV. We can do it too. We can go back into the 90s a little bit. I mean, there were some fun references in this one. You had the great Planet of the Apes moment with Krieger. Yes. <laughs> you blew it up. You <laughs> damn you all to The Red Creek Tober. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they, I feel like they gave us some really obvious, just lobbing it in there references because there must have been some really deep cuts in there that we just totally missed. Mm-hmm. I know that you're probably on the mark in thinking that the popsicle thing was reminiscent of something. Yeah, it's yeah. going to bug me until tonight, but it's going to bug <laughs> you're like, me. until tonight, and then I won't <laughs> yeah, care anymore. Until <laughs> <laughs> we'll so someone mentions what it is on YouTube or, you know, all that jazz. Well, speaking of remembering oh. stuff, you uh-huh. guys, this format was something that 
we've been trying to figure out on our own. Uh, we talked a little bit about it before we got on air. Have we seen this before where we open up where we know to a certain extent something has gone horribly, horribly awry and then we're piecing everything back together again? Is there anything that comes to mind for you guys? Not off the top of my head, but I I, I like the style. You know, I like the mm-hmm. fact that even though we we still don't even know. I mean, we assume, you know, they got on the plane there and got back to New York, but we don't even know where they landed when they got to New York, how they got the weapons there, you know, where they put them. <laughs> so there's still some missing pieces there. But, yeah, I think it was it was different. I don't recall. Yeah, but enough enough uh, connect the dots that right. we, we get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's driving me nuts because I can feel like they've done this similar style uh, yeah, before. And I yeah. love it. I love because Mallory's like sitting there like – with her glass. Yes. Right. <laughs> we just know that I wrote a dark down. and stormy night and the ice is clattering in her drink. and <laughs> Which, totally different show, but I was having mm-hmm. like, I wonder who came up with this first, because How I Met Your Mother's been doing this gag all season. If you, I don't think any of you guys are watching that show, no. but there's a constant gag about somebody breaking glasses from anger and then having it replaced. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It's called the Kennedy Package. Are you <laughs> accusing Adam Reed of intellectual? Well, no. Damage? It's an animated show, which means it has to go way back. I'm curious who wrote it first. Okay. Well, that's fine. It's worth noting that normally I give shout-outs a little bit later, but Rob Foley on YouTube predicted that Episode 9 would begin with everyone back at Tunt mm-hmm. Manor. I did, yes. So he was right he on was that He was very front. right. Almost yeah. like he had he, inside exactly. information. That's what I was thinking when I saw that post. I was like, like he's CIA he backed or something. <laughs> Who is Rob Foley? Right. The mystery unravels. He works for the government. No. He did say, though, that it would be a throwaway line about how they got back into the country. And it was certainly not a throwaway line. They went deep into well, that. Well, can't give all the secrets away if he works mm-hmm. for the CIA. I like the format of the show. I liked it. It was a little bit different, mm-hmm. something that we haven't seen too much before. The one thing that it did remind me of was the Italian prime minister episode where they all walk in and Mallory has a man who's been tied to a chair and has a hood over his head and some objects in some foreign places where usually one would not find foreign objects. And they sort of piece together (laughs) what happened throughout the night. So I don't think it was like a total departure, but definitely mixing it up. Yeah, no, it did. It wasn't something out of the, like, Archer just, like, bag, but it was fun. It was a different setup than we've gotten used to. Which, And I like that... These last three episodes have been... They haven't been, like, part one, part two, part Mm -hmm. three, like, Heart of Archness or anything. Mm -hmm. But it has almost been, like, a running storyline. Absolutely. They've all been connected. And I also thought the the way they did this format for this episode was good because now we have a a transition now into, you know, this whole new situation of no longer dealing coke. So I like the fact that they kind of switched it up, too. I thought it was a great transition. Yeah, because they were really bad at selling coke. Like, really bad. They, if I remember correctly, they started off with a literal metric ton, and they are now down to 30 pounds without mm. actually having sold a single gram of right. cocaine. So, yeah, that's right. Their right. success rate is stunningly bad. Like, I'm not even sure mm. what crime you could convict them of. They haven't sold it. Possession? Anything. Possession, yeah. Well, they don't possess it anymore. <laughs> no, but they did. Pam and other Rogers. people had got it. No, do you guys think if Pam didn't get become a cocaine addict that the, it might actually be successful? That they might 
have, well, obviously they'd have more. Even if more. she's eaten a hundred pounds <laughs> know, at this seriously. point, they still <laughs> lost. It's still zero percent success right here. I can only think of one situation earlier this season where Pam actually derailed a cocaine deal is when she was on the road. And she was talking to mm. all of the different truckers and that sort of thing. And they and had to trade like a hundred pounds of it to the Yakuza for her mm-hmm. life. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So she doesn't help things. That's for sure. She's definitely slowed down the progression <laughs> yeah. and slowly Pam, eaten away. Cokie Monster, you're not helping me here. Come on. Try to be on her side. <laughs> it's all leading to something bigger and better. One would hope. And I mean, we still don't know. And they address it again. Who brought this cocaine in? Right. Where did it come from? Mm -hmm. I think that was a really interesting thing that they threw into this episode. And it's great that you pointed it out. Because we start off the entire season where we just have to accept that they have an entire room full of cocaine. I didn't even question it. Well, yeah, I didn't. I mean, we knew that there was a mystery person involved, wasn't it? Episode two, three, remember with Mallory? Was it that early? I think it was. It was fairly early on that there have she been had that several. discussion, but it was the mystery. Oh, well, there's the guy that, that got know. them out of trouble. Yeah, but he there there was a connection though. I remember them bringing it up. It's just we've never known who, who that connection is. We're getting into some real like lost level, <laughs> true detective level, connect the dots sort of thing. Conspiracy, yes. Mm. Uh, flying rampant. Um, but neither one of them is willing to take responsibility. No. For bringing the cocaine in. And maybe neither of them are lying. What if they're both telling the truth? It's wrong. It's totally wrong. I like that. I like that a lot. Mr. Cadillac Mm -hmm. himself. I mean, he does have a CD past. And you know what? I don't see a lot of people. (laughs) I don't see a lot of people driving Cadillacs. Did it, guys. (laughs) That's it. That's the show right there. We did it, guys. Archer, we're done. All right, let's go home. (laughs) We beat you out of read at your own game. (laughs) You can sign the checks and uh, mail them to me here at AfterBuzz. That'd be cool. (laughs) No, we don't need compensation. Well, you know what we do Uh, need, I don't know. Speak for yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we need compensation. But more importantly, if you like listening to us, you like what we're doing or even if you don't even if you have a few suggestions for what we you think that we could do to step up our game we want to hear about it we love it when you guys comment on the youtube page uh, when we put these up we also love it when you comment on itunes you can go in you can rate you can subscribe and it's a really awesome thing to do so if you guys like what we're doing through some crazy algorithm when you go in and you like us and you comment on what we're doing it keeps the lights on in here and we sure do appreciate it and that's compensation Thanks. enough. Yep. <laughs> and also money in Cadillacs. <laughs> I mean, you can still send those. If somebody yeah, wants to send us a Cadillac, we won't argue with <laughs> yeah. you. No, we won't. Yeah. Or an Xbox One. I know that's for Chosen, but still. <laughs> still waiting. <laughs> Xbox One. Or, like, tons of drugs and bombs, you guys. Like, we can also Whoa. take that. You're gone for a week, and this is what happens. <laughs> that's what happens when wow. you go into the desert. Look, drugs change, and bombs can buy you, you Cadillacs. That's right. We're I gonna want, I don't, I want an X. It. Never mind. <laughs> it can also buy you Xboxes. Okay, bro, yeah. then do it. It can. I mean, moving on. Or yeah. whatever. <laughs> well, no, we're talking about what we need financially. You know who else needs stuff financially? Who? Mallory. She is broke and penniless, and she needs this arms deal situation to pan out a whole lot better than the drug dealer situation ever did. 
And she sort of hints at that at the end of this episode where she's like, all right, this is what we're doing now. Like, that was weird for me. Did you guys feel a little bit of a shockwave to that, that she was like, okay, we're, we're arms dealers now? I think that's more in her wheelhouse, actually, yeah. than cocaine. Exactly. They're used to having a huge weapons mm-hmm. department. That is very true. Yep. And dealing with foreign governments and stuff, so it kind of seemed a little bit more upper. And also, it was more of her just taking back sort of that control that she hasn't really had at all this season. Um, although I love the fact that she was taking 50% yeah. of Charlene's <laughs> profit. That was great. Well, I think we've always known <laughs> no, that. No, we right? know she that did, she but was... it was great to get that number yeah. because I know, you know, when Lana was going through, uh, was it last episode or two episodes ago with Redline in the contract? Oh, yeah. It's like, well, managers, it... managers get 10%. Yeah. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. How much are you getting? <laughs> yeah, so it was good to get that number out there. Yeah. It was great. Mallory's always mumbling over that stuff mm-hmm. that she doesn't want to get out, particularly the fact that she's in an open marriage now, mm-hmm. or marriage or relationship. That's Well, they are married. Yeah. So. Yeah. Now, do you think she proposed that idea to Ron so she can keep him and have his money? Or do you oh, think maybe question. he came up with it? I feel like he would have. I would have thought originally he came up with it, but maybe, like you said, maybe she. Because we know she's hit rock bottom. Yeah, yeah. that's the right. Like she's self esteem. I I don't know. Yeah, the way she says it though, it sounds like it was his idea, yeah. and she's like, okay, because yeah. if they get divorced, she she's going to get think? a lot of money from him. Yeah, but yeah. you think she initiated something to, like an agreement for them to stay together, or do you think he was the one that they or did they mutually agree? Probably, probably coming to the table together, but I definitely don't think Mallory is happy about no. it. If Ron yeah, is blowing no. up Charlene's cell and he, yeah. she's yeah. going to like, smack her over yeah. the head with a bottle of champagne, or was it Glen Gluley? Glen Gluley, Glen. Glen Gluley Blue. The really expensive, expensive mm-hmm. liquor that they have. <laughs> I'm interested yeah. to see how that plays out because that came out of complete left field. <laughs> it did. And all of a sudden bring Ron back into the yep. picture here after several episodes of, you know, him not being there. It's kind of surprising too. Ron has always been my father figure, you guys. <laughs> Other than my actual father, Ron has been a really solid father figure in my life. And I'm happy to see him return in any capacity, even if now he's proposing open marriages, which throws my whole worldview into question. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> well, it he calls Charlene, and mm. when he doesn't get a response there, he instantly calls <laughs> Pam. I love how Archer was like, I hope he doesn't call me. I know. I was actually kind of hoping he was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're le- learning a whole yeah. lot of new information right. about Ron. I really was hoping he yeah. was. So. I, I really like that pause yeah. moment where they all looked around. They yeah. didn't know where the phone where rings. Where yeah. phone was coming from. <laughs> God. It's an interesting power dynamic, though, now, because even though Mallory is Charlene's manager, there's just a lot of interconnected, intertwined things yes, going on here. Yeah, the flow chart for this as well. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Even though she's Charlene's manager, now her husband wants to sleep with the performer. This is all coming up vaguely Simpsons-esque to me. Colonel Homer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know right. homage, perhaps. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. I don't. Or do so. the pieces just kind of fall that I way? The pieces <laughs> yeah. just kind of fall together that way. I'll be really interested to see how they sort of duke it out in the future, though, because it looks like Charlene's album is dropping. Yeah, it's going to be coming out by the time we get to our next episode. Mm-hmm. Either Charlene's 
album will be dropping, like we'll have a premiere party or something like that, or will it will have already come out. So we'll see if she has the star power to rocket them all to success. And then that begs the question, if it is a really successful act, do they even need to sell arms? I suspect they still will. Well, I mean, Charlene hasn't needed the money right. at all. Ever. Ever. That's yeah. a huge like thing yeah. in this whole oh, yeah. they're like yeah. they're they're <laughs> living in a mansion mm-hmm. right now. Charlene is a at least half billionaire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She has like five hundred million dollars lying around. So yeah, I mean, some record money would be nice, but it's not really gonna. Yeah, she's a, already said a drop in the hat. Mm-hmm. And I've been listening to her record for weeks now, so <laughs> so it's already a hit in your mind. Oh yeah, okay, fair <laughs> enough. Gypsy woman. <laughs> Any stray observations you guys have about this episode? I really just like the Houdini reference, and then <laughs> Pam's brutal follow up to that Houdini reference. I also love Archer's slam against his mother, comparing <laughs> yeah, to alligator or crocodiles. Yeah, alligator probably. Yeah, cold, cold, uh, cold-blooded prehistoric monsters. <laughs> <laughs> I loved Pam's line, like one of my favorite lines for this. Dude, your balls are made of pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Again, Pam getting bold and brash, just kicking cocaine. him, like just kneeing him in the nuts with that line. Yeah, which great. is apparently made of female genitalia. And I love Archer. He said he, how he, I got beanbagged. Oh, yeah. The beanie baby. Yeah. Yeah. It's a beanie baby. <laughs> you hear bean ba- beanbag, you think beanie baby, not internal bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good episode for a random quick line. Yeah, and, and Lana, too, with her, we have enough weapons to invade Quebec. Mm-hmm. And when Krieger's like, <laughs> we should go after brunch when they're all, what was it, Logie? Yeah, Logie. <laughs> L- or, yeah, L-O-G-Y. Is that a L-O-G-Y? Canadians listening. Is that a thing? I know. That's what I was trying to figure out. What does Logie mean? <laughs> so yeah. after like this, you know, I know bottomless you've got, mimosas. I know you've got loonies and toonies and toques, but is a Logie a thing? We'll find out. Canadian listeners, let us know right. because we are hopelessly clueless as to the local dialect. I, and as, as Lana said, I guess I just don't get art. I love when she was uh, Charlene was in the behind little wall and she's like ooh it's gold (laughs) we're all thinking really bad thoughts where's the film (laughs) guys I'm eating them although to be fair it's totally not outside of Charlene's wheelhouse to be doing some horrible things that's why I went to the horrible thoughts oh man oh man horrible thoughts here we are predicting all this sort of stuff all this what's going to happen, what's new, what's happening. But, you know, it doesn't matter because we're not Adam Reed. Adam Reed's predicting stuff for the next season, and he would know because he's the creator of the show. And that brings us to tonight's special segment, which uh, I think is going to be a little bit of a juicy one for you guys. Uh, is that a long way of saying we're going to news and gossip? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. News and gossip, sure. <laughs> All right. <laughs> totally new sound effect. To be fair, I did not give enough uh, prep time for that sort of thing. So, <laughs> quite frankly, by the seat of everyone's pants, that was the perfect sound effect to play. Uh, Entertainment Weekly did an interview with Adam Reed. And spoiler alert, you guys. Massive spoiler alert. He reveals that next season is going to be a, quote, unreboot or whatever. okay i love the or whatever whatever. yeah so i remember the first interview he gave about this season i forget 
to whom it was given. But he was talking about how maybe we'll see them in prison mm-hmm. the next season. But apparently he has changed his mind. We are going back to the world of them being in the operations of CIA. Like they're going to be going out on more missions. He didn't get more specific mm-hmm. than that. But we did get a little bit of glimpse into probably not going to be running drugs anymore. There are no more drugs to run. Right. So. Well, well they're not going that. to prison because then they'd obviously be separated. Yeah. From the women, from the men. There could be a could be co-ed a, prison. They, those do well, yeah, exist. Yeah, Archer was apparently. talking about in, like, what, the right. second episode? It would be like a, like a weird Seinfeld throwback. Yeah. That's what I was Minimum picturing. security prison? Yeah, where they're, like, golfing and, you know, yeah. <laughs> causing problems. But this means, guys, the baby could stick around. Yes, that's... I'm hoping so. Sorry. Adam Reed did say so. that that baby is staying, that we're yeah. going to see some stuff with that baby hanging around the office. Baby's getting dropped into hot zones and yeah. uh, war grounds. <laughs> yeah. Nothing wrong with that. It's no. all in the name of comedy. That's right. Good experiences for a baby. Mm-hmm. And that brings us into spooky theremin mm-hmm. music time with our predictions. <laughs> and now, you're after Buzz TV predictions. I live for that spooky theremin music and the lights. Like, it, I felt a little bit dead inside last week, and I was wondering, like, why? What's going on? It's because I missed the spooky theremin music. <laughs> and it made you shave your beard. <laughs> You're going crazy. Roya, I'm going to try to give you as much heads up as possible. Would you like to go first in this round of predictions, or should we pass it down further? Um... Pass. It's like okay. a game show now. <laughs> All right, I think I'll I'll go. I think that this open relationship is going to go horrible for Mallory. Mm, that's a good one. And that the uh, the bombs mm-hmm. will, as I was saying before, eventually lead them into jobs at the CIA. Mm-hmm. Scott, let me take a different tack, just because I know uh, Mallory's so upset with uh, with the government right now. So I'm imagining that. They're going to be using the bombs to uh, maybe they're going to swap it up and supply it for the communists in San Marcos and try mm. to thwart the CIA on their plan, at least right now, because um, I think it would be a fun little twist if they did that. Um, Interesting. And, uh, yeah, I agree. I, I don't know. Now, what, are there four episodes left? So we've got a lot that's going to be going on between that and their new arms thing, the baby, and the album dropping. That's an action-packed next four couple episodes if they're backing the communists that could be a fun way to get um the cyborg woman i'm blanking out oh on yes yes what is her name the the oh katya katya, katya. i know thinking you. ivanka i'm like that's katya. not right we haven't seen her in so long i've forgotten her and forgot her that's name right. i did too i was but thinking if, ivanka if they're backing why. communists why not that could be a, an excuse to get katya back in there is barry the leader of the rebels oh <gasps> <Ooh, laughs> we're seeing barry again i hope for barry that's my prediction very 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 cool i said pass it's fair it's my fault okay. i should have not, it's not you know? your fault yeah. like, i don't have anything i think ron's gonna be framed by uh mallory Ooh. i think that's how they're gonna get away from the whole drug deal or the arms deal and kind of blame it on him and then be able to get a job with the cia if that's the route we're gonna go and i think charlene is uh not gonna happen i think she's gonna pull the album away last minute it's never gonna drop Ooh. and uh but pull bust yeah i just i don't think anything's gonna happen out of it and then she's going to go back to being her normal self. And mm. uh, Pam is, I think she might get back on that food wagon, <laughs> you know. They just take the chip out of Shirlene's head and she goes back to being yeah, or some, it's Yeah, or it doesn't work. I mean, it could happen. It could be on the fritz. 
Like, yeah. Krieger doesn't really do really good things. Although, even I mean, if they go back to the CIA, that could be funny if, like, this, like, high-level, like, pop star works for the CIA. Yeah. yeah. Undercover. Yeah. Well, she's not a pop star. She's a country singer. Country, country star. star. Okay. Pop country, country is yeah, a country thing. pop. Yeah. <laughs> pop country, country pop. Pop country pop. <laughs> All right, guys. I think that about wraps up as many predictions as we can squeeze into an episode. Mm. Phrasing. So oh, many. man. Oh, nice job. Well done. <laughs> Bravo. <laughs> Why don't you guys go around the table, go around the horn, as it were, tell our listeners where you can find, where they can find you. Yeah, that's the one I was looking for. Are we going this way? All right, well, we'll work backwards to to Greg. I'm Zach Wilson. You can catch me on Twitter at ThatZachWilson. Also here at AfterBuzz on Grim, Helix, and Resurrection. And you can find me on Twitter at SMAN80, that's SMAN80, and here for Sunday Nights with Cosmos Recap. And you guys can find me here. No, yeah, I'm here. And also on Twitter and Instagram at HeyRoya. That's H-E-Y-R-O-Y-A. You guys can find me over there, just right <laughs> over in that spot there. And you can also find me on Twitter at Greg Goodness. Thanks so much for tuning in, you guys. Bye. We hope that you liked listening as much as we like having you. Adios, everyone. Oh, Spanish. Mm-hmm. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.